so welcome i am so excited um it's great to be having this guest on um and do check us out every week every wednesday we'll be releasing new episodes of women just everyday women just like me and you um hearing their stories hearing their journey they're just having real real conversations so please check us out every week uh from 8 p.m on wednesday uh for women working well uh real talk let's get straight into it and introduce our first guest so welcome everybody to Women Working Well, Real Talk. This is our third episode, our third installment of today. And we have our lovely guest who is Mrs. Mariam Ogunbami. Hello, Mariam. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good, good. <laughs> oh gosh, so let's get straight into it. Um, I'm sure our listeners are dying to find out all about Mariam. But before we get into our questions, I'm gonna ask all my guests this question. How many hats do you wear, Mariam? Oh gosh, um, right, that's a good question. Should I, I, I don't know if I should count that. I'm probably counting my fingers. So <laughs> I would say, right, I'm a sister. Uh, I, I'm also a sister in Christ. Uh, I'm a daughter, I'm a wife. I'm a mentor, I'm a friend, uh, I'm a manager and a co-founder. So let's just say eight. Just eight. <laughs> it's eight. more something, it's more something. Wow. And just just generally, how are you how do you how would you navigate through all those hats? Does it does it chop and change for different seasons or do you feel like you're always on on those eight hats that you wear? I mean, I think I think I'm always on <laughs> on those eight, eight hats. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I think, and I think, you know, as you nav- navigate through life, obviously there's, there are going to be different scenarios that you find yourself in, um, you know, that requires you to probably spend more time in one hat than the other. Um, so, so that kind of, I guess it is the, is the, the balance I would say is, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent on, um, for example, mentor for, you know, because there's times when I'm mentoring and then there's times when I'm not mentoring. Yeah. Um, but you know, as a constant, all of those eight hats I'm wearing. Nice, thank you. So I'm sure our listeners are dying to know who Mariam is. So do tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, how long yeah. you've been doing it, and what do you love about what you do? Okay, cool. Um, right. So, so my full name is Mariam Adiola Ogunbambi. So a few people know me as Mariam. Some people know me as Adiola. I kind of you know interchange between the two. Um, and I am in my 30s. I won't share my exact age uh, for those ones. Are you millennial? You're still in the millennial category, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I still think I'm, you know, although I'm getting old, I'm still young, so it's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm a Christian, uh, also a leader at my church, um, and it's a growing church, so we're always obviously looking for new members. Uh, all Nations Church UK, just remember that. Oh, um, and, uh, <laughs> Sort of plug that in there. Uh, I also work uh, in the fintech industry. Um, so fintech just basically stands for financial technology, um, and basically work for a digital-only bank. Um, so I guess from a career perspective, my role there is the head of the card payments slash operations team. Um, and I guess in summary, what that means is that I just oversee about a team of thirty-four 
employees and growing um, uh, and just ensuring basically that our bank cards work exactly the way it is intended to um, end to end uh, and we deal with any customer disputes properly. So that's kind of a nutshell, but obviously there's so many facets um, of that. Um, I obviously haven't always been working in the card space, but I have been working in fintech and uh, for this digital bank for about uh, six years plus now. So it's been a, it's been a while. Um, and uh, what do I love? Oh, I love I love that every day is is different. Um, I love about what what I do is you know although there is you know it can be intense, it can be challenging. Um, you know, there's never a dull moment for me and I'm constantly learning, which I believe is, is extremely crucial, um, especially if you're doing something every day, you want to know that you're developing, you're progressing, you're learning new things. So um, I feel like I've always been pushed, um, you know, to, to just be the best that I can be. And um, and I love my team, the team that I work with. They are amazing. Um, and, you know, just the opportunity to be able to see them develop and grow as well. Uh, I just I enjoy it. So nice. that, that's me in a nutshell. So Mariam, take us back. Where did your journey all begin? What did it look like from where you started to where you are right now as head of card payments? Sure. Um, cool. So where do I start? Where do I begin? Uh, well, I'll take it from the top. Uh, so I um, started my well, I started my journey as a business consultant um, in July, back in July 2012. Ooh, long time ago now um, and this was after I completed my master's in global business analysis um, so I always wanted to join a huge or a large tech firm and IBM was one of the world's largest technology firms so obviously as you can imagine I applied um, I didn't only apply to IBM actually I also applied to um, Hewlett Packard at the time um, and and I and actually, interestingly enough, I got offers from from both. But obviously, IBM was my first choice. So there you go. I, I went, I went with IBM, um, and you know, was excited to join this huge global company. Um, land, you know, I landed the grad scheme uh, role uh, in the in the kind of technology um, area of of the firm. So I was very happy. Oh, you know, all great. Um, so during my time there, uh, I worked on two really high-profile projects. Um, obviously, can't go into the the, uh, the details of those projects, but amazing opportunities. Um, uh, and you know, it was it, it was it was amazing to be a part of that. But I was also acutely aware that you know this is technology, and technology is a male-dominated industry, if you'd like. Um, and and so you know in the starter group that i was in but as well as all the projects that i worked on you know i was always if not the only woman in the room most of the time <clears throat> and certainly the only black woman um uh, which was quite shocking because uh, i was joining a global organization and i expected that to be to be different i guess you know it's my first job out in the big bad world um but, but you know there were a number of challenges that I faced with that, which I uh, which I will talk about um, in more detail later on. Um, so anyway, so fast forward now to three years. Um, so this is you know 2015, uh, and you know I've done I've done three years at IBM. I've learned so much. I've amassed all of this knowledge, um, but I wanted to do and see more. Um, IBM being such a huge organization, it was you know very difficult for me to really find my place to really see. The impact that I was I was making, 
Um, and, and I actually wanted to share the skills that I'd learned actually somewhere else. Um, so um, I, in August of 2015, I joined a much smaller consultancy firm, um, still doing uh, consultancy work. Um, uh, and, you know, they were basically still relatively new as well-ish. Um, so again, you, you can see a you'll see a pattern soon with, with me joining new companies. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so it's, it's relatively new. Um, and, you know, again, you know, when I joined, um, my first client project was with um, a digital bank um, in the fintech industry. Um, I mean, there were other challenges presented there. Um, you know, to start, it was a startup. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of things that we, we needed to, to do uh, in order to kind of bring in more diversity, etc., which we're all do- which we're doing now, and I'm, I'm very happy about. Um, but uh, I guess it's you know for me it was uh, it was a great opportunity, um, and so I kind of left I left the bank um, sometime in in the summer of 2016, um, and moved on to a this is when our consultancy had parted ways so i moved on to work for another client for about three months um this was kind of helping them build or understand their customer journey uh, again as a consultant uh during that time um, i was offered a permanent role with uh with the digital bank starling so you've been with starling since 2016 yes Yes. Okay. yeah yeah so i've, I've not left i've <laughs> not left i'm still there um <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so exactly. So I've been permanent. At, to be honest, if you really count the whole time frame, from September 2015 actually up until now, I've basically been with Starling because I just had a three-month stint with, with this other consult, um, other firm client. Uh, but yeah, so I've, I've yeah been with them majority of my career. Nice, and you've been there since. And that's and, and would you say you're exactly where you feel you're supposed to be? I think right now, yes, I would say, I would say so. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a <laughs> there's a lot about the actual journey to being in this in this company and, and working for this company, which I'm sure we'll probably get get into. But um, but yeah, I would say in a nutshell, I, I'm definitely where I want to be. Nice. And just fast forward, what it, what would you say is the end goal for you in terms of career, profession, influence, impact? That's a question. <laughs> I feel like, to be honest, I don't feel like there is an end goal because I feel like with and so far in my career, as far as I have seen and experienced, it's it's a it's a journey, right? And I don't think that journey really, I guess, until I'm retired, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not can't work anymore. I think that journey is constantly evolving, um, and so. I think the important thing for me is just change, making, ensuring that whatever I do in my career is making some kind of positive change, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's in, you know, individually, whether that's in a community, whether that's in the industry or in a specific industry. Um, I just want to continue, continuously be part of positive change, uh, disruptive change. Um, I enjoy, you know, being a part of new things. Um, which is, you know, basically why um, I, I got into Starling, and or well, I took the role at Starling anyway, because there were a lot of risks <laughs> uh, with this digital bank um, when I started. So, which um, I, I can explain a bit more about. But, but yeah, but I think for me, 
it's it's not an end goal it's more of a journey that I'm part of positive change uh, wherever I find myself right thank you and just in terms on just pick up on that positive change um, response would you say being a part of something like that is what you would see as uh, success or what would you classify as success in your role or in your journey that you've taken thus far Right. Okay. Success. Success is um, very subjective, right? But um, <laughs> and I, and I wish there was a there was a simple answer for this. But I think I think success for me kind of comes in many forms, um, especially as you grow in life, right? Um, you know, if you asked me this question, you know, what does success look like for you? Back in when I was in uni, I would have said, you know, getting a first class degree, um, getting a top paying job, and yeah. you know, that's, that's success. I'm, 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 you know, I've got it all. <laughs> Um, you know, but when I kind of look back at my, at my journey, you know, I think that success is just a lot, much more bigger than even just my career. Mm. Um, it's also in the small things, you know, to me, success is really being happy and content with where you are at any given moment. Right. Um, mm. But then I get also realizing that you won't stay there forever. Right. That, you know, you have you will progress and progression is key in your journey. Um, success is doing what I love, which I've already explained. It's, you know, learning from my mistakes. It's appreciating the people around me mm. and those who have helped me, you know, even in the small things, um, you know, success is being a positive change in someone's life. You know, it's, it's gratitude that I won't be where I, I am today without God. It's, you know, success is looking back at my journey and just being grateful for where I am now and where I'm. I'm headed um so I guess yeah and and you know as I said I want to be a part of positive change in, in every area and in or every, any aspect so whatever that change looks like as long as it's for 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 the good for the better of that industry that person that community um for me that's that makes me happy so <laughs> that me you know it's not in the it's not in the material things that you acquire over time um, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, if someone offered me a Chanel bag, I'm going to take it. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I, I don't believe that success should be measured by the things that you have or the material things that you have or have acquired. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully that, not, not exactly the simplest of answers, but kind of covers what No, no, it does. Um, so I'm interested to find out, you know, what are the things that just keeps you going? Like, what, what, what is your constant drive in life, would you say? Yeah. And how do you maintain that contentment? Just as a follow-up to your last answer. Yeah, I, and you know, I think I don't. I wouldn't say it's an easy thing. Right, being content really means that because you know, everyone, you look around you, and everything is relative, right? Uh, and no matter how much you try not to compare yourself to your peers or to your friends or to people that you see on you know social media, except for, you know, even your colleagues at work. Um, it can be quite hard, right? Because these are people that are around you all the time. These people mm. you speak to, and you know, um, so so being content isn't an easy thing. <laughs> I want to just put that out there. Mm. I think it does take uh, it takes a bit of discipline. It takes a change of mindset, uh, and it takes time. So it's not. I wouldn't say you know um, straight away that you know learning to be content was just easy. I just I just had it. It was mm. in the bag. Um, I would say that it's, you know, it's over time 
um, with the things that I've experienced in life, the journey that I've taken so far, where I've found myself compared to where I was, you know, before, you know, I think all of those things kind of help me build that contentment. And I think I'm still building that contentment. There's there's always times when I see something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get that. I want to, you know, I want to get that, have that position. Yeah. And I remember, okay, but look how far you've come, right? It's okay to be where you are mm. right now and I think I think for me you know you asked me what drives me you know and I've, I've said this and this is a running theme I think across everything I'm saying is that I just enjoy being part of something new being part of you know driving some kind of change no matter how small you know for example even joining my you know church I spoke about being a, a leader um you know my church is a growing church um uh, and it was kind of a, a church that was branching out from a much larger church um, and, and starting afresh, so completely starting anew. Um, and, you know, having the opportunity to be a part of that, to really see spiritual growth in a church from, from the ground up, you know, something I definitely want to pass up, right? That is, that is a new and amazing um, opportunity, but also an opportunity to drive change in the community we were starting up in so again you know being a part of that was amazing um i think and that also extends to where i'm working now right it was you know a bank that was trying to change banking for good trying to be more ethical be more transparent um you know a bank that wasn't just focused on the bottom line but really thinking about customers needs and how we can improve and and meet those needs so for me that's important right you know usually when you think about traditional banks they only care about revenue they only care about the bottom yeah. line they all they want to do is pump you with fees <laughs> hidden or otherwise um and so this was an opportunity to be a part of something that was going to disrupt disrupt the banking industry and hmm. again, it's changed right it's it's new it's exciting you know and there were risks involved you know at the time that I started there was no product there were no customers there were hardly any employees you know so it was it was an unknown bank um and you know when I told my mum and I said you know I'm joining this bank and she was like oh you know you know what Nigerian parents are like they've never heard the bank before so she was like are you sure you want to do this and I said you know, <laughs> Every day you get a chance to build not just any bank, but a good bank, right? Yeah. A bank wants to be good. So so I think that is pretty much what so drives me. The, the theme that I'm getting from some of your responses is that you like to really be a part of that building, that laying down of those foundations so that yeah. you can really measure, okay, I've contributed to this work of art for once another word. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah, and just being able to see what that impact has on other people. Yeah. Right? Um, I think it's amazing. And in a way, it might sound a bit crazy. Maybe that sounds a little bit selfish, but then at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I, it's, you know, when you see other people who are happy as a result of something that you've done, you, you can't but also feel happy in mm. yourself too. Right? So, so yeah, yes. that's, that's so what would you say to the graduate lady or man someone who's trying to get into your industry had a few setbacks or just or just or just find themselves at a crossroad they they love you know want to get to the digital banking what would you say to them in terms of how to get into this industry and some of the top tips that you would perhaps suggest I mean, firstly, I would definitely say that, um, so what I found, especially when I started this role, was that a lot of 
women were worried that they didn't have the right kind of degree or um, you know they didn't have a technological background or they didn't do engineering or they didn't do maths or, you know something that was related to tech and I think that that's where a lot of graduates kind of stumble is that they think oh I need this particular degree to get into fintech I, I needed to get into digital banking I needed to get to get into um, any kind of tech tech company and that's not the case so I want to dispel that notion straight away um, you know we have people that did a music degree geography degree you know and they're working in tech so so I would say definitely don't let that hold you back um, <clears throat> secondly I would also say that um, don't let the fear of failure as well hold you back um, you know it's very easy to look at something and you know maybe maybe it's even a startup and you know no one's heard of that startup before or or you know they've not really got investment or you know but, but you believe in what they're trying to achieve um you know take a calculated risk right i don't think that you know even if you join the company and you know it fails but that i wouldn't even say that's failure i would say that you're learning from whatever mistake you're learning from whatever thing that has happened so it's important that you don't just think you don't just write off um something that's starting from 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 the ground up um it's also great to join obviously bigger companies as well and i'm not I'm not disputing that at all but i just want to just make sure that women don't allow the fear of, of failure to hold them back from from going for these roles um <clears throat> the other thing i want to say is that they shouldn't be intimidated by a role um i think there's so many young talented women out there uh, and it's so important that we know that we can make a success of our roles. Usually we think, oh, we'll look at the, all of the, the experiences or the, the requirements and we'll, be, we'll, we'll go through and say, I don't have that, I don't have yeah. that, I don't have that. Whereas men will just be like, well, I'm going to apply anyway. <laughs> what, whatever happens, yeah. happens. And I think we tend to limit ourselves um, because we believe, oh, we don't have all the things that this company has asked for. But actually, you'll never know until you, you try. <laughs> So, and you've got nothing so again, to lose, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. It's, so I would say that just believe in, we should just, women just need to believe more in their capabilities and just go yeah. for it. Take more risks, just be more confident. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess the final thing would just be that we need to be aware that unconscious bias is a very real thing and it exists, right? But we can't make that an excuse. Um, so we shouldn't allow our gender, ethnicity or background to hold us back. Um, I think we just have to keep striving to be the best versions of ourselves. Um, and one of the, the quotes that I love, love, love so much from Michelle Obama is that she says, you can't afford to wait for the world to be equal to start feeling seen. No. So I think that <clears throat> it's important that we realise that yes, it does exist, but we should never let that be an excuse for us not getting to where we want to get to or being yeah. where we want to be. And I'm also just a great believer of just good work. Good work will yeah. always speak for itself. Absolutely. Always speak for itself. And that will be the very thing that will make room for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really, really believe that. I really do. Well, yeah, no, I agree. And I think, I think in that as well, it's all about, you know, trying to make sure that you're intentionally invested in your own development yeah. uh, and not trying to wait for someone to help you develop. You know, you need to be vested in being the best version of yourself so that you can do the best work yeah. when you're there. And, and you will be recognized for it because yeah. it will speak for itself, yeah. 100%. Thanks for sharing that. So what would you say some of your life lessons have been along the way and 
some of the challenges as well that you'd like to share with us? Um, oh, okay. So, right. Challenges. Right. Okay. I think, I think just career wise, you know, going back to what I mentioned about, you know, unconscious bias, I think for me, when I, you know, when I go back to the start of my career and joining IBM and thinking, you know, this is a huge organization, you know, I was very much shocked to, to always see that I was the, the only black woman in the room. <laughs> Um, and did that bother you? Yes, I'm going to say it did. Especially well, the early stages of my career, right? I didn't know what to expect and, you know, excited. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it was tough because I didn't feel like there, I had a role model or anyone to kind of look up to um, because I just hardly saw anyone in, and I guess specifically in the teams that I worked that looked like me. Um, so... So, so that was a challenge. Um, you know, the other challenge was, again, you know, being a black woman, how, being a black graduate woman, how do I ensure that my voice is being heard, right? It's tough when you're in a meeting and you've got all these middle-class white men talking and you're just there like, I need to say something. I have something important to say, but you're, you're feeling really intimidated and, you know, I, I'm just starting out my career. I don't want to... <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't want to say something that's going to ruin, um, you know, for me. So, so it was. So I think those those challenges, you know, and maneuvering those challenges, and, and you know how to be authentically me, you know, are some challenges that I've kind of faced in my career. Um, but I think you know, being able to speak to colleagues, speak to peers, um, you know, and look for guidance, not necessarily in someone who looks exactly like me because a role model doesn't have to look like me, right? You know, I want to... One of the... Um, <laughs> no, I, I have. So I had, when I started off, actually, at the digital bank, I decided that I was going to focus uh, and have this informal mentor that was a white, middle-class man. Uh, and he probably doesn't know that he was my mentor. But, you know, he really helped me navigate the world, the professional world, right? Because although he may not understand how things work for me and how my journey is completely different to him. He recognized that there are certain traits that people look out for, that people want to see. Um, and, you know, when I talk through challenges, he was just very pragmatic and he helped me see things from a more pra pragmatic point of view mm. rather than focusing on the fact that, oh, well, I'm a black woman and, you know, this is tough and blah, blah, blah. So, so I think, so yeah, so I think those were some of the challenges, but I think in, in terms of like, you know, life lessons and, um, you know, everyone obviously goes through challenges, personal and professional. Um, you know, for me, uh, I think that my growth really as a, as, first of all, as a Christian has definitely kind of helped me with kind of just personal challenges um, in life. Um, you know, everyone goes through that. Um, but I think the biggest lesson that I've learned um, is that, you know, fear and failure, fear, fear, and failure, as in so thinking that you're a failure, is a huge inhibitor in life. Um, you know, and and in you know, it's a huge inhibitor to your progression. Um, so, which is why I was saying it's, it's really important that we don't allow fear to hold us back. Um, you know, it's it, and and it's especially just beating yourself down for something that you think is a failure, where actually, you know, it's it's something that you've learned. Uh, and that you can, you know, make better in the future. 
what would you say to somebody who is stuck in that kind of mind mind challenge of fear and failure and wants to get out but doesn't know how so sorry to get more spiritual but i think first and foremost <laughs> i would say prayer um obviously i can't deny the fact that i'm christian so for me you know any time that i have felt scared any time that i have felt you know afraid of something any any time that i've worried been worried or anxious i look to god because where else can i go um so i think i think definitely um prayer is is key um you know if you're christian and 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 i guess if you're not christian you know just having a good support system around you and being able to talk to someone about it is also really helpful you know if you want to go to therapy it's okay to, to have a therapist like i think a lot of especially you know in the in the black community we we kind of have this fear of oh you know therapy and you know it's seen as a bad thing no it's it's good for your mental state of mind if you yeah. are stuck but and you want to get out of that space and you know you, you can't go to prayer then speak to a therapist speak to someone close to you share how you're feeling because if you keep it all bottled up inside there's no way that you can progress or there's no way you can come out of that that space right um and i think you know one thing i always try and it's it's difficult right it's just trying to see things with the glass half full rather than half empty so even where you are right now you know you might think oh it's it's, it's terrible i'm in a bad space but i'm pretty sure you can pick out one if not two if not three good things about something that you have experienced or that you have achieved or that has happened in your life and when you start to count all your blessings you start to count all the good things you'll realize that actually it's not as bad as you think yeah. uh, and, and just and also reminding yourself that everything you have a choice to choose how you are what you're thinking as well absolutely. if a negative thought is coming into your mind you can actually say no i'm actually going to think positive thoughts it just on your yes. point on keeping things half full as opposed to half empty absolutely yes that, that's it it but, but, it it's not an easy thing to do right let's let's be real mm. right challenging your own mindset can be quite difficult yeah yeah um, and so you know i think i recognize right recognize that and and i recognize that you know for some people it takes longer than others um and and so but every, i think what people need to remember is that you're never going to be stuck in that place indefinitely you can't because change is constant right yeah, yeah. that's the only constant thing in life so you know that although it looks gloom and doom right now mm-hmm. tomorrow is another day yeah oh thank you for sharing that um what would you want your legacy to be oh gosh that is a tough question <laughs> I don't think, to be honest, I don't even think anyone's ever really asked me that question ever before. So this is the first time I'm having to answer a question about my legacy. Um, what do I want my legacy to be? You know, I don't, I don't know if it would be something tangible as such. But what I do want is for my name to be synonymous with. um with something good with something um you know something something good that's happened you know whether it's to a person whether it's to you know a community or an industry i think something that you know 
when I have kids and when they grow up and you know they look back they can say my mum my mum did that my mum made that change my mum you know um was responsible for for, for that um yeah I think I couldn't really put my hand on a specific here is the legacy but I just know that you know when you hear Mariam or when you hear Adiola I want it to be synonymous with positivity with 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 good change with um yeah with, with something that's uplifting yeah Thank I don't know you. I don't know that's like that's probably that. <laughs> no it's fine it's fine I mean it's a good thing that you know when people when people say Mariam it's associated with something good I think that's a good thing yeah that, that's exactly it that's pretty much it that's it in a nutshell that's all I want to do whatever that looks like I don't know but <laughs> Great. Well, I think we've come to the end of our time, Marion. I want to say thank you so much for just dropping all these nuggets of wisdom here and there. I feel that whoever's listening to this particular episode will be blessed. Um, and I think people will be encouraged as well. So thank you for sharing me with us your journey. I hope and your so. story. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, thank you for having me. Um, I mean, I didn't, you know, there's so much more, I, I guess, we could talk about and I could say. But, um, but yeah, I do hope that you know, women do feel encouraged, do feel empowered, um, and do feel like they have a voice and, and it needs to be heard. So so they shouldn't stay silent um, no matter what. So so yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. This has been it's been great. Great. Thank you, Mariam. Thank you. And for those who would like to get in touch with us, please do reach out to us. We're currently on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram handle is at www.realtalk and our Facebook handle is Women Working Well. Uh, so do search us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Do comment, like, share, share again to your networks. Um, we do want to hear from you. So until next time, this is your host, Atten Henshaw, and we're signing out from Women Working Well. Have a great rest of the week. Take care.